You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your electronic devices, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And today it's brought to you by Vivid Seats. Make a memory that lasts a lifetime and let the Vivid Seats app help you get to your favorite live event. Enter promo code KICKOFF at checkout to receive a discount of up to $100. Giving out those sweet hundos here on Locked On Blue Jays. I'm your host, AJ Andrews of JaysFromTheCouch.com. And here we are with another Blue Jays Fan Friday, folks. Only two more left including this one sad uh i don't know how we'll get for it i'm sure i'll have some during the off season just um you know to stay in touch with y'all but this will be the last of the regular second last sorry i don't want to freak anyone out second last of the regular ones we'll also talk about the yankee series um towards the end of it but i wanted to talk to y'all and ask y'all how Y'all were feeling, you know, if y'all were up enough to say y'all repeatedly like I am, um, just with the the way the Blue Jays have been playing the past week and a half, a 7-2 and two run um, against all divisional teams and not all just Baltimore, which I think is a big thing to note. It wasn't just sweeping Baltimore. They won series against the Red Sox. They won series against the Yankees, a 100-win Yankees team. So, yeah, I'm I'm just kind of wondering where people are at. So, I, I put it to you. I asked what you thought this ceiling on this team could be next year. And, like, I'm not expecting much. You know, if they get to 500, that would be great. That would be a huge step in the right direction. So I I wondered how y'all thought. And I'm going to go in order here from what Twitter has put directly underneath my tweet. So I'm going to try and get everyone in here. So... We will start at the top with Mark G at daytime underscore baller. Always oh, good to have Mark chime in. Mark would be hopeful for a few games over 500 if they don't pick up some pitchers. But a few key pitchers could put us in the hunt for a wild card spot. I don't know who we could get for new pitchers. I've heard the name of Gareth Cole. And I'm I'm pretty sure Mark means Garrett, um, the 300 strikeout pitcher for Houston this season. I think Garrett Cole is going to be a little bit out of the price range for the Blue Jays. I I know there's been talks in the media like, oh, if they get one one really good veteran starter to just anchor this team, that'd be great. I don't think they're going to spend the money on Garrett Cole because I think Garrett Cole is going to get like 33, 34, 35 million dollars a year. He's going to get like Harper money. A, a former number one pick in his prime coming off a 300 strikeout season. It's going to be very difficult to get him at the price tag that I think 
a, a lot of Blue Jays people would be comfortable with. And and again, it's it's the top pitcher on the market. So you know the Yankees are going to be calling, especially with Sebastian retiring and all the injuries they've had. And you know the, the Red Sox could be interested. The Dodgers could make their rotation just a lineup of depth. Houston will be trying to get him back. There's going to be a lot of competition for him. I don't think the Blue Jays are going to be able to get him. But there may be some other options that are available, which we will talk about a little later. Matt Hall, friend of the show, at Hollomaniac07. With the right ads, this team is a wildcard team. I'd add an outfielder and a veteran pitcher on top of Shoemaker that would have a shot at the wildcard. And what's interesting about Matt's tweet is the outfielder he names is Trey Mancini, who... The Blue Jays are very familiar with for what he has done against them in his time in the majors. And Mancini's interesting because he does offer a little bit of versatility in addition to playing outfield. He also plays first base. So if you want to give Rowdy Telez a break, then Mancini can slot in there and, and kind of keep the versatility of that Blue Jays lineup there without, you know, having to keep certain other players so Mancini Mancini would probably be a decent target to go after I I'm not sure if they would have to you know use up some of their capital I'm I'm just trying to pull up um Mancini's current status I'm not sure if he's arbitration eligible still or not but let's just see because, I mean, the Blue Jays do have the capability of making a trade with Baltimore. I mean, they have options there. Um, So, yeah, they would be trading for, for Mancini, who's just going to go into arbitration this year. So, obviously, he's going to get a big raise from the 575 that he made this season. So... You know, if you're if you're looking at Mancini, you're probably putting him around eight million, nine million, something like that. That's that's a fair price. Like, I would do that just just to get Trey Mancini off the opposing team. I think that would be a big plus for the Blue Jays to be able to say they don't have to face him anymore. All right, I'm gonna try and speed this up a little bit. Liz at Biggles fourteen. Hard to say. Depends if they tighten up defense and get some veteran pitching. 70-75 wins in 2020, maybe, but who knows? I mean, that is the point of everything, Liz. We're just, you know, taking shots in the dark, especially not knowing what the plan is for the offseason. So I I basically asked this just to see if the optimism was returning in the Blue Jays fan base. And it's there's mixed results. Um, Laura at Laura L twenty nine twenty. Laura's going to be optimistic and say a playoff run. Uh, Laura thinks they have young talent like Vladdy, Bo, and Biggio, but Laura thinks the pitchers coming in are going to make a big difference. Alec Manoa, Anthony K, Nate Pearson are all very exciting to watch, and and that will ultimately determine more than likely how quickly this Toronto team returns to. Uh, contending status is how quickly those pitchers come along. Manawa won't won't be here next year. They're gonna bring him up slowly. He just pitched at Vancouver, so he's gonna be, you know, a couple years away more than likely. 
Anthony K is here. He'll have the benefit of knowing he's pretty much got a rotation spot locked up. Nate Pearson could make that appearance next year. And if Pearson can make that jump immediately, that will likely be the biggest indicator of what kind of jump the Blue Jays can make next year. Um, if they do get that that boost from the rotation. Uh, at the real tail 17, with the players on the current 40-man, he'd say 71 wins. A couple upgrades in the rotation... 500 is attainable. Can't see them getting to 90 for a chance at the playoffs. Hope they're proven wrong. The kids will be fun to watch. This this is pretty much the common sentiment, I think. A lot of people are kind of down and just just kind of kind of satisfied with with what they got. I'll I'll go to Mark Emery at Mark Scott Emery. Um Mark asked himself how many current Blue Jays will be on the team in three years. Bichette, Guerrero, yes. Gurriel, Impigia, likely. McGuire, possibly. Not a single pitcher. In outfield, maybe Gritchuk, that's it. We aren't close to competing with what we've got. And and that's more than fair. I mean, you, you can look at this team and say, yeah, it's not a contender. I mean, it's closer to 100 losses than being a contender. But... With sustained growth, with the bats having full seasons at the major leagues, with pitchers starting to come up, I I don't think they're doomed. And I, I do see more more than that staying on the Blue Jays. I think Kay will be here for a while. I think Zoic has the potential to be there for a while. Um, like I said, when they call Pearson up, he'll be an obvious candidate. But that will be... The, the thing that remains to be seen. We we have a lot of comments. I'm tr- I'm going to try and get through this as quickly as I can, but I'm already at 10. So I'm going to pause for a second and just tell you that this episode of Locked On Blue Jays is brought to you by Postmates. Whether you need wine at 3 p.m. for a solid afternoon drink, whether you need pizza at 10 p.m. because you didn't make supper because you had too much wine, whether you need... Uh, antacids at 8 a.m. because you drank too much wine and ate too much pizza. Just Postmate it so you don't have to go out the door. Postmates is your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery service all year round, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Postmates will bring it to you within the hour, anything you're craving. They're the largest on-demand network in the U.S. and offer delivery from restaurants, grocery stores, convenience stores, traditional retailers, anything you could want or need, you don't have to go there. Postmates will deliver it to you, even if you don't know where they're getting it from. You just download the app on iPhone or Android for free, get to browse all the businesses and track your delivery in real time. And for a limited time, Postmates is giving listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. So you just start the, to start the free deliveries, you just download the app. Use the code Locked On and get that hundo of free delivery credit for your first week when you download the Postmates app. So anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. Download Postmates and save with that code Locked On. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And we are back. Going to try and 
and bust through the rest of y'all's comments really quickly because a lot of you chimed in on this. I'm I'm so happy to see that. I'm so happy to see that kind of engagement this late in the season. So thank you all for that. Um, let's go to Rob at Jabroni Rob. Blue Jays have a young core. Would like to get the Jays to add starting pitching, kick the tires on Wheeler and Cole, also get a bat. Would love it if they got EE back or Jose Abreu. Next year, for sure, 500 and hopefully 80 wins. Well, 81 would get 500. Kids have done a great job this year, but they need help. And that'll be, the uh, again, a big thing to look at in the offseason. How much help are the Blue Jays going to give Bo and Vladdy and, and Kevin and, and these young pitchers? How much help are they going to get from them? Zach Wheeler is an interesting name because I think a lot of people are going to be looking at Garrett Cole. Wheeler could fly under the radar a little bit. and That may be a more attainable arm for the Blue Jays to get if they want a younger pitcher who has the potential to be that veteran by the time, you know, they're ready to contend. Just kind of like in that Randall Gritchick role. Zach Wheeler wouldn't be a bad option and and the Blue Jays would probably offer him like a four-year deal or something like that. I think I think Wheeler Wheeler's an interesting choice, Rob. I, I kind of like that. I don't see Abreu, though. I think he's staying put in Chicago. Um, Lockdown... Uh, Jay's friend of the podcast and Jay's friend catch writer Karen Sutar at Karen Sutar one love the position players as a group lots will depend of course on pitching who they acquire if anyone who stays healthy steps up with the current group thinking of finish around 500 in the hunt for the second wild card until final week of the season hey if they're playing meaningful games in baseball in September I will be happy with that I will be happy to have that kind of contention. Um, Lisa Ann Murphy at Lamb Chop 99 agrees. Her gut says wild card. That'd be fine. Uh, at the Smiling Goat feels like they have to compete for a wild card spot late into the season. I, I think people are starting to see that. I think that optimism's there. And like if they continue beating up bad teams like Baltimore and Detroit and... Kansas City, you know, getting those easy wins and then, um, you know, stealing series from teams like the Red Sox, like the Yankees. We don't even know what the Red Sox are going to be next year. They could be terrible. So they have that shot. Um, at X24 Rocks, Blue Jays flight deck buddy, wants 80 wins. That should be the minimum goal. Would be okay with 75 and over, though. That's... Again, that's a fair that's a fair comparison. I think they they can get there. Um at the Heather M, she doesn't think a wild card hunt is out of the question, assuming we shore up our pitching and there aren't any major injuries. I think I think that's a thing for a lot of people, just as as long as you can avoid the injuries. Although the Yankees lost like half their team and they won a hundred games, so I don't even know. I don't even know if injuries can actually do that so hope hopefully they'll avoid that i mean the yankees are definitely better built to overcome injuries than the blue jays right now uh john mccullough at jp mccullough record of around 500 with a wild card tantalizingly within reach that that'll be fine that's motivation um uh south of the six the podcast that i have been on and you should check out hard to make this evaluation with 
without confidence that the FO will make some significant moves slash trades. As it stands right now, though, I think a 70-plus win squad is a bit optimistic, but not impossible, especially if the Red Sox blow it up with whoever takes over. I Again, I, I think they can be better than than just aiming for 70. I think they can win for 75. So... I... I was more optimistic when I was on the podcast before the season anyway. So I'm going to maintain that optimism, I guess. Um, Reverend Jeff Doucette at Rev Jeff Doucette. We need pitching and new front office and then we will see a different year. Oh, ye of little faith, Reverend. I, I'm sorry. I had to. I had to do that. Um, I, I'm not sure, like... Would, would the option be bringing in Dombrowski then? Because then it's going to get blown up for sure if Dombrowski comes in. And just looking at some of the trades he made, he, I mean, he thought Andrew Kashner was a solid deadline acquisition. Like, who's who's going to do that? No. Um, Kathy Simenzen at Cap68. As long as we really turn the corner next season and see progress, improvement, and building towards a contender, just do better than the last three seasons and seeing them do 500 or a little more would be great for that time. Like I said, I think more people are are starting to, to come on board the idea that the Blue Jays could be okay next season. And okay is good. Okay will work. It's you know, it, it's something. It's something tangible. It's growth. And I think that's what a lot of fans want to see. What's my time at? <laughs> I, okay, we are going to motor through these final ones. Uh, Steph, at Steph Tweets X. Too hard to say without knowing what management does in the offseason. If they improve our pitching, might be a wildcard contender. If things are status quo, might see a slight improvement on this year's 40-ish finish. I don't think it'll be the status quo. I'll say that right now. I I think they know they probably overexposed themselves with all the injuries to the pitching staff. Obviously, Clayton Richard being out for a while. Matt Shoemaker, the ACL tear. Clay Buckles being out for a long time. It, it really exposed a lot of problems. And they, they exposed pitchers that I don't think they really wanted to. Like tonight's starter, Jacob Wagesback. I don't think they wanted him in this kind of scenario. So I think they're going to be making moves to try and shore up that rotation. I don't think that is going to be something they stay silent on. Let's say that. So uh, Matt Sweeby at Blue Jay Matt. As the Blue Jays stand today, they're 28 games out of the wild card, and that number will likely be 30 or so by the end of the season. I see no chance of playoffs next year. Maybe high 70s win total, assuming they acquire a couple of reliable starting pitchers. Again, we are, we are just hitting the old the same old notes here as we come near the end. Three more. Uh, Jody Bork at Adoption Mama. Feeling like we can make the playoffs, honestly, if we solidify pitching and stay away from injury. Love these kids. See, that's that's nice. I like that optimism because, you know... That that is something you kind of need when when you go back to the 2017 season and and you had that optimism, but the second like they fell out of the gate, you thought like, okay, well, this this kind of sucks. What is going to happen now? At least now there's a look forward. Um, Patrick Flannery at Tilbarian. 
uh, took a look at the sked and predicting 78 wins with current roster. Guys at the same position every day. No Brito Hansen experiments. A year of experience for rookies will make a huge difference. Boston, Baltimore are weak. And and yeah, depending on how badly it goes in Boston, I mean, they're, they're trading Mookie Betts, which... Okay, you do you, Boston. You do you. I've I've seen people say trade Toronto should trade for Mookie Betts. Why? I mean, he's do you want do you want another Kawhi? Um the Raptors traded for Kawhi because they were close. The Blue Jays are not close. They're not gonna get anything out of that Mookie Betts season. So I I I just think there are better things to do with your capital than than get a rental at this stage. You get a rental when you're close. So don't trade for Mookie Betts. And we will end with Nick uh, from Nick of the Jays. At this moment, sees at least 82 wins. Sees them getting above 500. If they're in playoff contention, that's a bonus. Again, you know, optimism. It's what I'm kind of looking for. I, I think they can get there. I think they can get to 500 next year. So that's, uh, that's, that's the goal, I think. So... It will remain to be seen what they do. We'll be talking more about like MVP options next week as the season really winds down. But um, until then, thank you to everyone who submitted. We got like over 20 responses, which is great to see. Really appreciate everyone actually checking in there and, and giving your thoughts on what you think the Blue Jays can be. Uh, just a reminder, if you want to get in on these in the future... We, we will have one next week. So um, follow me on Twitter at A underscore J underscore Andrews. The underscores are there because Twitter is dumb. Subscribe to the podcast on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Tuned In, Himalaya, however you get podcasts. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss an episode. Like on these double up days. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked on Jays. Uh, do it on Instagram and Facebook. It's less less active there, but still. Um, but yeah, again, thank you to everyone for contributing there. And sorry we can't preview the Yankees series, but we'll talk about that on Monday. Just one week left. It's, well, 10 days, but still less less than a week and a half. That's kind of that's kind of crazy. I mean, when we started this season, I mean, I was an entirely different person. So, um, I look forward to getting to the end with y'all. And thank you so much. And for everyone at the Locked On Podcast Network and everyone at jaysfromthecouch.com, I'm AJ Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode. And y'all take care.